0: Hey everybody, welcome to the sixth episode of The Bandit Show. And this is going to be a crew for the next four episodes
1: as we've got something special lined up. Chris and Luke have made their own list of the top 40 QBs currently playing. All right? And we're going to take you to it right now. As you can see, it's all blacked out, but we're going to reveal Chris's bottom five QBs, 43, 35 first.
2: Oh, there we go. There you go, Chris. You talk us <laughs> from your bottom. Look at this. Right, so, obviously we've got a list of top 40 QBs. I'll admit, I got to 39 and then got to 40 and was like, can't really think of a QB. So, I I shoved I shoved the rookie on there. So, Jordan Love, number 40 for me. Um, 39, Marcus Mariota. 38, Case Keenum, thirty-seven; Dwayne Haskins, thirty-six; Gardner Minshew. My thinking behind the Jordan Love, I get it. He's never played a snap in the NFL. Like, I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of college football, if any. I sort of go off when it comes to like draft sort of season. I go off like what the experts say. But what is clear, he's got a big arm, um, and. One thing that I think he has got going for him is he's gonna learn from one of the best quarterbacks, not only in the NFL today, but one of the best quarterbacks ever in the NFL. Now, yes, some people will say Aaron Rodgers is probably not like the most willing person to help out a young QB, but I think something that he will that he will understand is he's been in the same position as Jordan Love was. He had the the same experience with Brett Favre. And I think for Jordan Love like, to come into that sort of situation and to learn from Aaron Rodgers, even if it's just watching him every day, it's gonna it's gonna help him. And I think if you put him, you could put him on a few teams, and halfway through the season, he'd probably actually get get the starting role, and then he could then run away with it. That I don't think that's gonna happen at Green Bay. I think it's gonna be a small burn with him. But my my th- my thing is, is, in a couple of years' time. He's not just going to be in the top forty. He could be in the top ten, top five. Like you look, like you don't know. He could have a similar sort of career trajectory to Aaron Rodgers, but it is a bit of a bit of an unknown at this point. Um, Thirty-nine got Mariota. hasn't quite worked out for him, like over the past few years. But he was touted as like the best, of, or the second best quarterback in that draft with him and Winston. Yeah, for both of them, it's not quite worked out for him. Now, last year, a bit of a blip for him losing out his job to Tannehill. But he's still got something about him. He's quite efficient. He's, he's He had that insane season where he was effective in the red zone. But I don't think he turned the ball over like once in the red zone. Um, and he could have a similar sort of year to what Tannehill had last year, where he goes to a team where... It's not 100% certain that Derek Carr is going to see out the full year. I like Derek Carr, yeah. but I, I think like the Raiders with Gruden, he's got, there's a bit of uncertainty around there. I don't think Gruden is married to, to Carr. He, he sees Carr as like exchangeable and Marriott or could be something, gives, gives them something a little bit different, um, gives them an option to potentially run like a few quarterback design runs. Um, and I think I'm quite high on quarterbacks that can also use the legs. Um Thirty-eight, Case Keenum. <laughs> he's outrageous. he's a he's a not he's he's a good quarterback, but he doesn't do anything that worries me at all. And he's he he can he's serviceable. He'll not he won't lose your games, but he won't win your games at the same time. And there's a reason why he's floated around from team to team over the past five years. He had his good year at the Vikings, but. Really, it was a very good team around him. He got them to the NFC Championship game. But in that NFC Championship game, he couldn't elevate them to beat a better team. They just got beat by a better team, which at the time was the Eagles. But um, And then he, he, he bounced around. He went to Denver. He then went to the Redskins. He's now on the Browns. He's been on three different teams in three different years. There's a reason for that. And no one really sees him as the guy, but he's, he's he's serviceable. But for me, that's why he's lower at the bottom of this list. He's with like um, the the lower sort of end quarterbacks for me, like especially in the league at the moment. Like he's a good backup. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see him as a, as a starter. Uh, Thirty-seven, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Um, bit of I don't, I don't really think you can take a lot from his rookie year. 'Cause he was on a very he's on a very bad team, he's on the second worst team in football. Uh and then offensively, like they haven't really got anything. Like, they've got Scary Terry at receiver. But other than that, they haven't really got anything. They've got Geis at running back, but he's been injured pretty much since he came into the league. Um and their offensive line now without um blanking on his name. Uh, Eric Flowers? No, no, it's not. It's um, I know you. Trent,
1: Trent Williams, that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like without Trent Williams, I know like he didn't play uh that much last year, but that's a massive piece of their offensive line, which isn't going to be there. And I, he could, he could potentially do something in the future, but I don't see him as a top tier quarterback. Uh, just from that small sample size that we saw last year. That's why I can't really rate him any higher uh, than what I've got him. The um, and then Gardner Minshew, he's like he's a bit of an enigma, isn't he? Like he had a really he, like he had a good year last year, like con- considering the circumstances for him he was just sort of thrown in. But I think was it a little bit of a flash in the pan? Like a lot of the time he looked like he was running for his life a little bit, um, and you can't. Build a team around a quarterback running for his life. Yeah,
1: he made good players. I mean, he's...
2: Yeah, like he, he's one. Of, he's one of the better scrambling quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. When the play breaks down, he can he can make stuff happen. He can move. And he's quite good at throwing on the run. But I think if you just asked him to sit in the pocket and throw the ball, like there's there's probably forty quarterbacks that are better than him, but just sitting in the pocket and throwing the ball. But when you take into account that he can throw on the run and like he's he's a bit he's he's a leader of the team, they seem to galvanize him around him a little bit, and the fan base absolutely love him. But I think you wouldn't, I won't be surprised if I come come like the end of the year, like there's a lot of like uh, a lot of Jaguars fans basically saying like let's like not win any more games and let's see if we can get Trevor Lawrence. Well, uh, yeah,
1: the Jags are in. For Trevor Lawrence now, and I think Gardner Minshew will end up at a different team sometime in the future. Uh, depend, don't know who it would be at this moment in time. I think the only thing I'd change from your bottom five is I'd probably move Mariota up to the thirty-six, and I'd push the others down.
2: Yeah, but which is fair. Like he's he's he's, just, he's an interesting one because. I think if you'd have done this list last year, before the season, he'd have been in probably maybe people's top twenty, twenty-five quarterbacks. Mm. But because of what happened last year, he got beat out by Tannehill. Who don't get it right? He's, he's like you'll know more about Tannehill than, than probably I do. Like obviously being a Dolphins fan and him being there for say four years. But before that season, I didn't think Ryan Tannehill had out Marcus Mariota. But no. he probably is a better thrower of the football than Mariota is. I'm like I think Mariota's arm might be a little bit limited. I'm, I don't think he's really got like a a big deep ball in him. He's and he can be a bit wayward with just passes, which but yeah. It might be team that's been around him, he's never really had great offensive weapons around him. I'm, in his first like four years there. I can like I'm sure his like number one target for those four years would have been his tight end, Delaney Walker, rather than having an out and out receiver. So only re- like they drafted Corey Davis, didn't they, yeah. in, like, in the like top ten, but he's not really worked out. And I know that they they drafted uh Brown. Um uh, is it AJ Brown? Yeah. Drafted,
0: like,
2: yeah. yeah. Like he, he showed glimpses, but that was with Tannehill, not with Marriotta, so
1: I think like, I want- they wanted, um, I think they want now rather than Mariota because he's more of a, sort of he's got something to him. He's got a bit of a slur to him like he can run. And they want someone to be like the system quarterback. They want a Jimmy Garoppolo who's going to hand off more than he's going to throw it. And he's probably going to take a safer option, like a check down than try and get the extra yards
2: well the thing is though like with the titans like they're built to run the football and then they're built for play action and he was very good last year on those play action passes at hitting like 20 yard uh 20 yard passes like a port like a deep post that's sort of how they move the ball down the field they Run for five yards, run for five yards, run for four yards, run for three yards, and then play action past twenty-five yards. And they've got the speed on the outside now to do that, like with Brown and with Davis. So I, I, I get why they moved on from Mariota to Tannehill. Um, at the start, it was just I think did he actually bench him or was he injured? I can't he really got remember. Bench
1: after week four. Yeah. Didn't they go? Did they go two and two or one and three? I think to start.
0: Yeah, they didn't have a good start. But he wasn't playing well. He was turning the ball over a lot. Right. Uh, let's get Luke's bottom five. There we go. Yeah, so I've... It's, I mean, there's a few similar players as better to be, really. Sort of the bottom end of um, the NFL quarterbacks. I just went with Stidham over sort of Love just because Stidham potentially is going to be a starter, whereas I don't think we'll see Jordan Love play, maybe. Two years. I'm not sold on Stidham. Obviously, we didn't see a great deal of him last year, and clearly, the New England Patriots have a lot of faith in him and a lot of trust in him, and think that he can. I don't know if he can quite think he's going to replace Brady, but they clearly like him enough that they didn't target QB in the offseason.
1: Oh, I think it's a tactical tank for Lawrence, but...
0: I cannot see Bilbo and, and the Patriots tanking. I would well, be gosh-macked.
1: I'd say, let's not... But don't call it a tank. Do it as the Dolphins were doing last year. And if you sort of build a, build a culture, um, rather than... Don't sort of emphasise winning games. Emphasise building a culture for a year. And then you'll sort of end up with a lower draft pick.
0: Plus I think, the, I think the defense is too good, though. They've got. I don't three. even think they could lose. Like, I don't think they can lose. You can't lose nine games. Because that's a lot of their the, deal, people. the deal mm. have games where they old people to ten points and score fourteen himself, and, and then just, just to not throw the it's game away.
2: The coach too well to yeah. to not win games, and I'll I'll talk about it a little bit more when we do some bold predictions, but. Yeah. Um, like, I like I'll be like I'll little like spoiler. Stidham's not in my list, but I'll speak about him a little bit later on. But I don't see them being in that Trevor Lawrence one at all. I still see them fighting for uh, for the division and actually probably running the bills quite close, um, even with Stidham at quarterback.
1: I don't, we we disagree very strongly on that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you've
1: got, um, that, you've got, got like, the Jets winning that division, though. Like, you're absolutely I've, got, I've got the Jets finishing um, second.
0: Absolutely I don't know. Got, they'll do all right. They'll do all right. Um, then I've got Dwayne Askins, similar to what Chris said. Obviously, we didn't get a lot of, uh, much of a sample size from last year. He went two and five. He had a couple of wins, obviously. But we've not seen a lot of Dwayne Askins... Um, only time will tell I mean in terms of Dwayne Haskins it would be it's a little bit worrying for him that they actually traded for Kyle Allen um, out from Carolina Um, whether that was coronavirus related due to maybe uh, Ron Rivera and Haskins not being able to get together and Allen knowing the system I don't know but yeah I could definitely see the Redskins going two and fourteen, first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, trade Haskins, similar way to Josh Rosen. But it yeah. just purely depends on Haskins. If he's got an opportunity, he if if has to take the Redskins out of that selection. So he has to win enough games so that that isn't a choice for them. And only time will tell. Uh, then I've got Mariota. Again, similar to what Chris was saying, obviously he's at the Raiders now. Like Chris said, I don't think uh, the Raiders organisation is that keen on Carr. I don't think they sold on him. I think I do think they've looked at replacements. I don't, Marriott Marietta's not a replacement, Marriott is there as a backup QB, but um, there is potential and it is it's a decent backup. You're not just getting some fifth round rookie in to back up the QB. Somebody knows the league and played in it for quite a few years. Obviously a Heisman winner. Uh, then we've got Minshew. Um, I'm not. I'm not sold that Gardner Minshew is going to really be in the league for more than a couple of years. He had a good rookie year, but we've seen it before where players sort of have a bit of a flash in the pan. Again, similar to Haskins, he's got to sort of play the Jags out of first overall. And if he can do that, then maybe they'll give him another year and he's got a chance, but I'm not so sure. And then I've got Tua, and I won't try and pronounce his last name. <laughs> again, again, similar to Chris, I watch. I don't watch a great deal of college football. I do watch a little bit. It's, um, But from what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, I'm not sold that he's going to be the be-all and end-all and he's going to save the Dolphins, but I do think he's a good player. He's one of them. You could, you could, in a few years, look at him and think he's had a similar career path to, like, a Jameis or a Mariota were. He starts off hot and just starts to tail off. Or maybe, maybe he does solidify himself and have a solid career. Only time will tell that these rookies because... You it's like every year you feel like one of them doesn't one of those first rounders doesn't hit the high notes. Like there's always sort of one guy who falls away and you sort of never really know who it's gonna be.
1: Um I'm gonna defend my dolphins right now because Tua is the best quarterback in the past draft. Don't give me Joe Burrow. He's Tony Romo with a faster 40-yard dash is Joe Burrow. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. There's
1: nothing wrong with that. I don't care. I'd rather have Drew Brees, left-handed, throwing bombs down the field to Devontae Parker. All right. Well, don't get me started on Drew
2: Brees.
0: (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I'm not not a hater of two, but just with him being a rookie QB, I just couldn't put him a lot higher than some of the next guys up. from what I've read, from what I've seen, from, I mean, we all listen to different people with regards to NFL draft. We all watch little clips. We all see little bits of games. We're not experts. And from what I heard, Tua was the sort of third out of the top three. But I, from what it sounds like, I don't think that um, that is a terrible position for him because from what what I've heard, and from what I believe, the other two guys could both be great quarterbacks in the league. Right, it's really getting to you, isn't it? I've got, I'm going to ask, what who are you
1: putting in that, in that top three? Who are you putting over Tua? The
0: two I guys,
1: I row who... at number one.
0: Yeah.
1: And are you are you seriously putting Justin Herbert over Tua? Yeah, I'd go Justin Herbert for Tua. I'm I'm, a, I'm an Oregon fan, and I love Justin Herbert, but. I, he's not
0: going to be tour. he's not to be fair something that Tua has got going for him and he is going into a great situation in Miami I think I think Miami is a team whether Tua becomes an ex Patrick Mahomes or if he becomes an ex I don't know Jared Goff and he becomes an average QB I don't know but Brian Flores is going to be one of the best coaches on, and he's on his way to being one of the best coaches in the league and I think as a sort of organization and a, a team, potentially in the same way that uh, the Patriots might start falling off, it might be the resurgence of resurgence of the Dolphins.
1: And you've redeemed all your points, Luke.
0: Yeah, thought about like that. <laughs> Gotta keep the host happy.
2: Here we go for the next five of Chris's. Right, so that might make you a little bit happier, Ben, just looking at that. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> nice spot a bit further up. Yeah, so thirty-five I've got Justin Herbert. So again, like we said, like we don't watch a lot of college football. It's more like snippets, what we've seen, highlights and what sort of people have said. But one thing that I do know about Herbert, he's got an absolute cannon for an arm. Yeah. And he could just sit in the pocket and just throw absolute piss missiles all over the field. But what I was thinking, like with Herbert, I don't think he'll start right away. I no. think it might think of he potentially could come in in the middle of the season. But actually, I think he potentially he might not start at all next year. But if he does, and if they were just to give him the keys to the car straight away, he could potentially be going into one of. The best situations for a rookie quarterback in quite a long time. When you think about the supporting cast around him, he's got Ian Allen, who's one of the best right running receivers yeah. in the league. He's got Mike Williams, who's one of the best jump ball receivers in the league. He's got Hunter Henry, who's one of who's a who's a top five tight end in the league when he's healthy. He's got Austin Eckler out of the backfield, who he can uh, screens dump offs to. That is quite a nice safety net to have, for a rookie quarterback. Now, the only thing is, is the offensive line. They have they've improved. It. Yeah. They have improved it, but it's that was one of the things with Philip Rivers why he probably wasn't as good as he as he is last year was because of the offensive line around him because he was having to get that ball out very quickly. Now yeah. that's something that rookie QBs do tend to struggle with is getting it out quickly. Um, so it's whether or not I don't think he will start right away but I was trying to think of a rookie quarterback that went into a situation like that that had everything around them and they just went into a perfect situation and the last one I can think of was yeah he probably didn't have the weapons on the outside but the fact that he had such a good offensive line such a good running back was Dak when he came into the league was that his offensive line was the best offensive line in football he had, um, he was taken fourth overall, Zeke, and he was like, as soon as he was taken, he was one of the best running backs in football. But at that time, like they did still have Des Bryant, who was still playing at a high level at that time, and Jason Witten as well, who was, again was still playing at a high level. So he had weapons around him, and I think Herbert could. Yeah, he's not going to have the old, the old line like had, but he's going into a situation where he's got talent around him. He's not going into a situation like Haskins did last year where he had no-one around him. Yeah. So Herbert could be a bit of a surprise package if he plays, like, but I've not really seen too much of him. Um, 34, I've got Fitzpatrick. I mean, what can you say about him? Like, How many times can he come in as a backup QB, pull a rabbit out of a hat, and just make magic all over the field. Like, he did it last year uh, for the Dolphins when they, it looked like the Dolphins were dead and buried and they were going to finish 0-16 and they were going to take two at one overall before, like, two got injured. And Fitzpatrick came in and just, like, galvanised the team. Like, you said, like, there was that culture, sort of, with Miami. And I think a lot of that came through Fitzpatrick being like, no, we're not. we're not going to lose. Like we are gonna like compete in games, um, and he's done. He did it a couple of years ago with the Bucks as well. When they benched Jameis and he came in and he'd have big games. Like they don't call him like Fitzmagic for nothing. But I think he can only take you so far. Yeah. You don't go into a season thinking right Ryan Fitzpatrick is our starting quarterback for 16 games and he's he's gonna get us to the playoffs and, and potentially further. He's I think he's he's gonna be great for tour. Because he's going to be able to sort of, he's got however many years' experience, like 10, 15 years' experience of the league, different systems, he knows a lot. You'll think he'll be quite a good good tutor to him. Um, 33, got Tyrod Taylor, um, who I think will start for the Chargers. And I think if he doesn't get injured and they don't have a slow start, I think he'll start all 16 games for him because yeah. um, I think people forget that Tara Taylor is actually quite a good quarterback. I think people forget what he did in Buffalo a couple of years ago. Like he didn't have a good supporting cast around him in Buffalo. He was thrown up to Sammy Watkins. He was running all night one leg, and the he didn't really have anything. Like Buffalo were a bit of a joke team for a couple of years, um, and then. They ended up drafting Josh Allen, and then they sort of started to get a bit of an identity. But I think when they had Tyrod, they didn't really have an identity, and he sort of he won some games for him, yeah. And like I said before, like I'm quite quite big on quarterbacks who can do things with the feet, and he's one of those quarterbacks that can scramble and get you get you a first down where you think where you think you can't. He's just a little bit too conservative at times. He doesn't yeah. go for that big play. I would like to see him push it down the field a bit more, but I think that's probably because of the people he had around him at Buffalo, when you look at the people he'll have around him at the Chargers, like I said before, he's going to have a very good cast around him, so he could easily, and that offensive line has got better, so I think he'll have a better year than potentially uh, Rivers had last year. I think the Chargers will be a much better team, whether it's Tyrod Taylor playing for them starting or whether it's Justin Herbert starting. That's no knock on Rivers, because I am I am high on Philip Rivers. It's more of a knock on the offensive line that they had there last year. Yeah. Uh, 32, Andy Dalton. One of, if not the best, backup quarterback in the league at the moment. Um, I think he was dealt a pretty rough hand last year. But I think Cincinnati needed to move on from him. I think it had run its course, like... There's a the whole thing of oh he'd never won a playoff game. But consistently for like five years he got into the playoffs. Like you forget that, it's like, yeah. oh, he, he didn't win a playoff game. No, he didn't, but for sixteen games of the year, he carried a team. Yeah. No, maybe not carried as such, because it was they were good, those Bengal's teams, but people forget that he's actually quite a good a good quarterback. I think I think that's the sort of the theme on this list. It's either you forget what they sort of can do or the, the unproven commodities like low down on these lists, but you could you can win games with Andy Dalton. He might not win you a game, but he might not lose you a game. You can see that last year when he came yeah. back in at the end of the year, those, those last couple of games, they actually moved the ball and played pretty well. It's just the defence couldn't really stop anyone. Um, so I think he was dealt a bit of a rough hand. Now, do I see him starting any games for the Cowboys? No. Because the Cowboys are set on Dak, and I actually do think—I don't think Dak's a great quarterback, but I think he—he he fits what they sort of what they're sort. Of, they are basically a primarily a power run team, but they've got great receivers, so it doesn't really make sense for them at the minute. The Cowboys, but we'll go into that uh, on the other shows. Um, but what I do think is he's a great insurance policy for him if Dak goes down, even though Dak is built like a brick shithouse, so I don't really see him getting injured. But he is a great insurance policy for them. Like, if, if so say, like with the Eagles, so Carson Wentz gets injured right at the end of the season, in the postseason, and then you've got to bring you back up QB. And, like, to bring Andy Dalton in for that scenario wouldn't be a terrible situation. He's got experience, so... Like, that's how I sort of see Dalton at the moment. Uh, Luke's already touched on Tua to that I'm a little bit higher on him. Um, I, but one thing I will say about him is a lot of like his plays like, uh, from college football was a five yard slant, receiver gets it, takes it to the house for 60 yards. There wasn't that many big time down the field throws from him. And he did have like four first round wide receivers basically on his team um but everyone saw that it, i think if the draft would have started at the start of the year he'd have been drafted over um mm. overburrow but obviously the injury is a bit of a concern he is a little bit of a smaller frame and yeah he's got like a really good uh he's got a good organization around him like luke said like flores i think could be one of the best coaches in the nfl over the next couple of years but that they've strengthened the defence, but that offensive line is still an area of concern for me. It's, yeah, they drafted, but, and yeah, it got better through the draft, but, it's still one it of the lower...
1: to gel and all that.
2: That's... It's still, for me, it's still one of the weaker offensive line units in the league, and that's not what you want, a rookie quarterback who's just coming off an injury to sort of go into, so, I don't think he'll start the season. I think Vince Patrick will start, and you might see him come in. I don't know when your buy is. If your buy is around like week five, week six, that potentially could be a perfect situation to then come in after the buy. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I don't know when that buy is. But I do like him. I think he's smart. He's got a quick release, which I'm I'm hoping he can like sort of get a gel with Devontae Parker because I really like Devontae Parker. Uh, he did bits for me on Fantasy last year, so big, big fan of him. Um, and also as well, he'll look absolutely mint in that jersey. And I'm a big fan of looking good in the jersey. Um, and then last and last number 30, my boy Nick Foles, what can I say? That I'm very surprised
1: you didn't put him higher.
2: Well, it was an internal struggle to not put him one overall. <laughs> but um, he's, I think he got a raw deal last year getting injured in the first game of the year and then Minshew coming in and having such a rapport with the fans that when Foles did come back in and didn't start off great it was, right, let's get Minshew back in but I think if you just looked at the two quarterbacks if they if you put those two quarterbacks on a half-decent offence I think Nick Foles is going to run yeah. that offense better for you than Gardner Minshew is, but Nick Foles isn't a quarterback that you can, when your pocket collapses, he can run around and scramble. Nick Foles is a quarterback who'll stand in the pocket and just start and just um, and throw it while he's got people in his face. Um, and I don't think it was you sort of set up for success in Jacksonville. Do I think he's set up for success in Chicago? No, because that for me is a, is again, it's a terrible offense. Um but I think he could build up quite um a relationship with Alan Robinson because for me Alan Robinson's quite a similar sort of receiver to Alshon Jeffrey a couple of years ago when Alshon Jeffrey was in his prime that big bodied receiver that can uh catch those back shoulder fades and I think he might build up like a jump ball like I think he might build up quite a rapport with him and I do yeah. see him actually beating out Mitch. For the starting job, um, he just—I think—Falls, can, you can—you can win a Super Bowl with him if you have a great team around him. If you've not got a great team around him, then he can only he, he can take you so far. He's not gonna—he won't lose your games, Nick Falls. He might not necessarily win your games unless it's in Philadelphia. Then yeah, he can win your games.
0: There we go, Luke. Our next five up, yeah. So, as you can see, just above uh, Tua is Justin Herbert. Just behind you, Ben. <laughs> no, I, to be fair, I've got all three of them yeah. closely grouped. Um, just because obviously the rookie quarterbacks can't read too much into it, like I said, I always feel like one of them's gonna yeah. sort of bust and fall off a cliff, like it happened with Rosen. You've got your Paxton Lynch, you got your Johnny Manziel. There's always that 1st round QB that seems to not hit the heights of obviously the expectation of the team. I do like Justin Herbert. I think I just like, and probably why I prefer him over to it, it's just like a QB who just sort of big arm, just sits in there and just similar to sort of Josh Allen, just throws bombs all over the field. And I think that's perhaps why I've got Herbert slightly ahead of of Tua so similar was, to what Chris said I very think. mobile we were, but, oh I know he's mobile yeah, I, just, I think he's very yeah. mobile
1: and I think no, we one will try and use
0: that yeah and I think that suits working underneath um Tyrod potentially because Tyrod's obviously reasonably mobile QB I don't think Tyrod's the most mobile QB in the league but you know what I mean he's, he's not a Ben Roethlisberger he, he can move and he does for about uh, and like Chris said he does pick up uh, first downs, but no, I think Herbert. I think the best thing for the Chargers and the ideal season for them would be that Tyrod Taylor plays the full sixteen, and they maybe go to the playoffs, um, and they just let Herbert sit. I think, I think for a lot of teams, letting a QB sit for a year is the perfect scenario. Um, doesn't always work out, and depending on who your starting QB is, sometimes your rookie gets thrown in. I just hope he doesn't get thrown in because Tyrod's yeah. playing poor and he gets thrown into a bit of a bad situation. And But well, I'm quietly confident. I think the Chargers will have a good year and chances are he might sort of go in later on in the year if Tyrod sort of starts to dip away. But no, I'm, I'm confident. Again, like I say, it's, it's a rookie QB and you, you, just, you just never know. What, uh, do
2: think, not... what do you think? Like, the chances are because obviously it's come out today saying that the uh, hard knocks is going to be on the two LA teams. Yeah. Obviously, big market LA like the the charge is known for not being able to like sell tickets. A rookie quarterback can can do that for you, especially if he's on hard knocks and he has. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? The odds are that they just basically throw him in week one, because he might sell them more tickets than starting Tyrod Taylor will? There
0: isn't isn't a chance. And, I mean, there's still a chance that Justin Herbert comes into camp and blows everyone away. Because you've got to remember as well, these these quarterbacks have not had a normal lead-up to the draft. They've not been going, meeting teams and throwing for them. They've not had the same... I know they had the combine and some pro days, but they've not had the same build-up. So... You might find that, yeah, all right, the Chargers took him, but they might not realise how good he actually is until he's actually in the building and only time will tell. He seems a little bit I don't know, he seems a little bit like young. I feel like similar to how Jared Goff came in. Oh uh, Carson Wentz is a lot older, seems a bit more not mature, but he sort of knows knows where he is, knows what he's doing. Whereas I don't know, Herbert just seems a bit in the headlights in a bad way just he's going to take a lot of time to get used to it and obviously move into like you said the market that is LA I
1: mean he is a he is a four-year quarterback at college so yeah
0: because I know he was due to come out the year before yeah he probably isn't young I just get that I don't know I just get that just just have a bit of a, he has a baby face to him yeah, yeah I, I think, think that, that might be what it is Then next up, I've got Mitch. I mean, I don't know. It's Mitch. It's it's whatever it is. I agree with him being there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Mitch Trubisky. I don't think. I don't think he'll play much this year. Maybe odd games. Maybe Matt Nagy will throw him in in running situations. You know that sort of thing. But I think Falls, assuming we have a normal camp. Uh, I think Falls will beat him out. And I think that suits Foles to have a bit of a camp battle. I think Falls sort of two last starting jobs that he's been given, which was St. Louis and Jacksonville. He's really struggled. I think he likes to be in a battle or a bit of the underdog and sort of fight for his position. That seems to bode well for him. But no, I, I don't think Mitch is cut out to be um, an NFL starting quarterback. I think he's... I mean, who knows? He may go to another team and they might figure him out and they might they might be able to fix some things, but he's not he's not played great over the last few years. I mean, they had that one good year, but the defence was so good, like they, they were holding teams to ten points consistently. And as a QB when you only have to put up twelve, fourteen points, it makes your job a lot easier. And also that was I think the year Matt Naker came in and he had a lot of sort of new ideas and he was throwing up all these trip plays and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then next I've got Burrow. I suppose the way in, in my reasoning why he went about Trubisky was I kind of feel more confident about Joe Burrow than I do about Herbert and Tua and having his, his uh, 30 to 40. But again, rookie quarterback, only time will tell. I do worry about the fact that he's going to such a poor team. Obviously, being a Rams fan, Zach Taylor came from the Rams. He was a one-year quarterbacks coach. He didn't call plays before he left and became the head coach. I mean, obviously, he interviewed well and they liked what they heard, but it just seemed around the same time Matt LaFleur got a job and everyone just sort of wanted the next Sean McVay, the next Kyle Shanahan. And maybe that's why Zach Taylor got a job. And I hope for Burroughs' sake that them being a sort of poorer side and potentially um, Zach Taylor not being a great, quote, coach doesn't hinder him and he ends up out of the league because he's just battered and bruised it for a few years. Yeah. Uh, next, I've got Foles. Like I said, I do think Foles will start uh, this season for the Burs I know we've obviously had previous conversations. I think I'm a little higher on the birds than you two. I don't know if they're quite going to go to the playoffs, but I think they'll be a nuisance for a few teams. I think they'll, they'll be in some close games. And I think, I don't know, I, it all depends on the quarterback position. If Falls comes in and plays like the that, Um, through seven touchdowns in a game for the Eagles or the Falls that played in the playoffs and the Super Bowl for the Eagles. And yeah, you've got a good quarterback, but he's had a lot of, he's been on a lot of teams where he didn't play well. It's interesting that Matt Nagy did work with him. He he obviously went to Kansas and was the backup to Alex Smith before Mahomes went there. And uh, Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator. So maybe they'll already have a relationship and... Maybe Matt Nagy's been biding his time to get Falls in because the GM and the front office would have been, in a way, kind of stuck to Trubisky and maybe not give him the leeway to go after Falls last year uh, because Trubisky was a third overall pick. But potentially Falls has been their guy for a couple of years and they've just bided the time. Uh, next, I've got Tyrod Taylor. I mean, we touched on him. Chris has spoke about him when I touched on him when I mentioned Herbert. He is a, a good quarterback in the league, and I do think he's been a he's been a backup for so long. Unfortunately for him, he he went to the charges where Philip Rivers just never seems to get injured and have his game off. and for him that meant not ever really playing. Um, I do think he does deserve another chance to show what he's made of, and obviously his future isn't in LA. He's not gonna. I can't see Herbert busting and what have you, I do think a year maybe less, Herbert will be the starter and Tyrod League will be back to the backup or he'll be looking for a new a new team. Um it's that's just the way his career's gone and I think he is one of the better backups in the league. Chris touched on it with Andy Dalton like if you want to go for a Super Bowl you need to have someone in the eye like Nick Foles and the Eagle is the prime example. If Nick Foles is not on the Eagles roster that year, then the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl. Nate Sudfeld would not have won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, and it just wouldn't have happened. I think some teams neglect the backup quarterback a little bit. Obviously, the Saints, another team that have have taken in sort of players on the on the downward spiral, Uh, they did it with Teddy, and I mean. I think there was potential that Teddy could have stayed around, depending on what happened with Drew. If Breeze had left, they may have decided to sign Teddy. I don't think they were against that. But obviously, they couldn't pay two quarterbacks. And only time will tell with Jameis, um, whether he's going to be the sort of future in New Orleans. I think he could be. I think he's he's got a chance. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and my last one is the ultimate backup quarterback. Um, Fitzmagic I do I do enjoy watching him play and like Chris said he's the type of guy he comes in he can win you a game every now and again and obviously he has stretches where he starts and he looks good but then unfortunately like the bad Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out and he turns the ball over and makes mistakes oh, I mean he's had a good career um, for being a backup and a starter every now and again and um, Fortunately for him that's just been his level. He's never really excelled to be in a starter somewhere for an extended period of time. Um but yeah, I, I thought I'd get him in, in inside the top thirty two anyway. Well, um
1: I think I sort of agree with Luke's list so yeah. far, slightly just slightly more in the sense of other than Tua. but again, let's well, just imagine if two agree with that. It, was it? Um,
0: if Tumon was not, not on this list and I was telling you he's top 30. you'd, <laughs> you'd be happy.
1: But, uh, yeah, so that's um, obviously it on the QB list for this week. And to see 29 through 20, then you'll have to come back next week. But um, this is going to be an interesting part because we've got bold predictions. And I want to start with Luke. Because, Chris, you've been hyping yours up and it will take the pressure off you. Well, i am not analysis. hyped it up, i
2: am just saying I didn't <laughs> want to
1: reveal too much. We'll, uh, but we'll, we'll start, we'll have, have one from Luke first to start.
0: I feel like this one's going to wind the ball for you up, but here it goes. Um, so my first ball prediction is that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win Super Bowl 55. The Dallas Cowboys are going to knock Drew Brees off his perch in the Superdome and then neutralise Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl in Tampa. And Dak Prescott, of all people, is going to be lifting that trophy above his neck. And Jerry Jones. Well,
2: I'll, well, I'll give you that. That is bold.
0: <laughs> well, we've got to go bold. We've got to go bold. bold. Think about just saying that they were going to make it to the NFC Championship game and and win that, and then I looked at it, and it was like, well, they were sort of top four, top five favourites, so I thought, you know what, let's say, they're going to go the whole hog, they're going to win the Super Bowl, that offence, is going to be, electric, next year, and don't get me wrong, I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but I do think, they'll have a good year, I don't think the defence, has tailed off that much, they've lost a couple of players, but I still think, they've got quite a few superstars, and I just think, they're built for this, uh, this Super Bowl run, I think Dak's still, he's still not been paid. He still needs that money. He's still going to play hard, and I think he'll, they'll win it. They're going to do it. I don't
2: think he's going to We're get. We them boys. boys. Do you know why I was rubbing my face so much and like because I think you might be right. Oh, I hope. Oh, because yeah, I just be on them boys. Because it's like people say, like, "Oh, the defense is terrible," but you've like your offense is going to have to be very good to keep up with us. Exactly. Because they've still got a top five offensive line in football. They've still got a top five running back in football. They've probably got the best receiving court in the NFL. If not, it's definitely top five. Yeah. Um, Area of weakness for him, yet is sort of the tight end position. Like, they've got the three receivers and then that's sort of it. So they've not really got that tight end option. Um, But Dak does potentially limit you as to what you can do with those three receivers. He can't hit every single position on the field. He's not someone like we mentioned Justin Herbert before. He can just throw piss missiles all over the field. He can't do that. But what he can do is if you're, uh, if you're in the red zone you're what third and eight if it's not there, you can take it eight yards and just bulldoze someone into the end zone on a quarterback keeper because he's done that quite a few times uh, over the past couple of years where he's been in the red zone and he's kept hold of the ball and he's ran it in and I think they need to do that a little bit more and I think Jason Garrett was a bit reluctant to do it yeah, but he's I think' protective a bit. I think Mike McCarthy is a he's a better coach than Jason Garrett, and I think he'll have better game plans for Dallas than uh, than he did. But I just it pains me to say it. It really does pain me to say it. But like I said, they've got the best insurance policy as well. So if Dak does go down, now do I think they'd beat the Chiefs in a shootout? No. I don't think anyone... Yeah, but use... I
0: think, I think, they, I, think the, I think the Cowboys are the perfect team to neutralise the Chiefs. They have...
2: Uh, run the ball, run the ball, run the they ball. Have the, they
0: have the ability to run the ball and keep Patrick Holmes on the sideline. And they have playmakers on defence that every now and again they can hit him, they can pick him, whatever. Don't worry, they're not going to stop Patrick Holmes, but that wouldn't be their job. Their job would be to run the ball, control the clock, control the game. And I do think Dallas, in that sense, is set up. We've still got players like Dexalane coming off the edge. We've still got the good uh, linebackers, um, Van Der Ash, and I'm forgetting the other chap's name. Right. Uh,
1: I'm, can I just, uh, I'm going to stop this madness prevailing. I'd just, just like to say, how good right. is it
0: that a goal prediction from me was hyped up by someone else as <laughs> well? But we only get our money on that. <laughs> yeah. exactly. they're, not, they're not beating Kansas.
1: Kansas's defensive front is they only have to better much. than you think. They stopped Derrick Henry when he was running for over 100 yards a game, about 150 yards a game. Kansas's defense true. next year is, will be true. real. Also, this season, they, all, they have to play... Seattle, who are going to have who are a great team offensively, not saying defensively,
0: they're not a great team offensively. It's Russell Wilson, it's a, so just not Russell Wilson. Wilson is one one all, there's, there's nothing else, right. Russell Wilson, we'll find out in a few weeks where he is on my list. But Russell Wilson <laughs> is the offense, that is it. The right. Seahawks are not a good team, but I will give you that Russell Wilson is one of the best. You you might laugh at this one, but they've got to play the
1: Browns and the Browns have a good defensive roster. Not saying they have a good defensive roster. I'm not sold
0: on the Browns until I see
1: it. They have a good defensive roster, at least. Right On paper, it's good. They also have to play the Redskins, who have a good defensive front. They, the have, Redskins, a good, come they on. have a good
0: defensive They don't have to run the ball against the Redskins They don't have to run the ball against these teams They just have to beat them oh. like I said. The Redskins are not going to score what they, what Dallas can The Eagles are not going to score what Dallas can twice
1: Who don't necessarily have a terrible defence And will I think look good on offence this year
0: Eagles and Dallas will split they always Vikings, yeah.
1: the Ravens, 49ers they, It's not I don't think it's happening
2: that, that for me is the big one. It's the 49ers that they have to
0: overcome.
2: No, because the 49ers can run the ball as well. So the 49ers can say, right, well, we're just going to chew the clock. But the 49ers, I think, when it comes to it, when you have the two teams that will run the ball and potentially it could be a low scoring game, the one team who I would say could potentially stop the other one would be, I think, the 49ers could stop Dallas. Over Dallas stopping the 49ers. Okay, but yeah. to that
0: point, I'd argue that you would rather have Mary Cooper, CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dak Prescott over Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. I would much rather have yeah. the Dallas I would, I would. The quarterback.
2: I would, I but think- what, I, what I'm saying is, I think that, that Carl Shanahan can design a game plan a run game plan to beat that defence more than Mike McCarthy can design a game plan to beat the 49ers defence so I think it could be a case of that's your NFC Championship game and I think the 49ers are a better team overall than the Cowboys are I think the Cowboys (laughs) have got one I don't think the Niners are a better
0: team but I do think that the
1: 49ers are going to take a (laughs) step back Let's let's Pop a lid on it and let's go, Chris. We're
2: done, boys. So, my bold prediction, my first prediction, is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will not have a better record than they did last year of seven and nine.
0: I don't think that's bold. I think everyone yeah, I think thinks it's
2: bold, go, to be honest. I think everyone think thinks year, seven and nine. We've seven and nine and last nine. year. So my bold prediction is that Tom Brady is going to have a losing record this year. I don't think that's bold. Mm. I, I agree. I think there's a good chance.
0: I think they will be seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven. The and then here's my and little,
2: two. here's my little, my little thing to go with the quarterback list. I think if we do have a list next year. I see Jared Stidham being higher than Tom Brady next year on the list. That should have been your bold prediction. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's for next, next
0: year. But to be fair, to be fair, I think Jared Stidham will be higher on everyone's list than Tom Brady because I don't think Tom Brady might
2: not be. I think this this whole thing that Tom Brady's going to go to Tampa. And he's going to get him to the playoffs and get him to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl for him is absolutely ludicrous. The
0: tough division, so I think
1: he'll go nine and seven. I don't see him going any lower.
2: Like when you look at that team, Bruce Arians' offense is throw the ball downfield. That's why. So Bruce Arians is going to have to change his whole offense to equate for Tom Brady, which is get the ball out quick, wide receiver screens. tight ends over the middle. Now, yes, they've got Gronk, but Gronk's, not, Gronk's been running around with a yeah. 24-7 championship for the past couple of months. <laughs> like, he's not... Like, he's not, in, he's not in football shape. He's been running about. Like, he's been hosting Wrestlemania. And then everyone's, like, saying, oh, they've got such a high, high-powered offence. N- no, they've got two very good receivers. Two very, very good receivers. Though, two that very, is. very good yeah. receivers.
0: Yeah. But then...
2: But, there's like, else. but then there's nothing else. They're OJ Howard
0: is a massive question mark.
2: Everyone needs to stop putting OJ Howard in this Tampa Bay uh, offense, saying that he's like such good, such a good weapon for Brady. No, he's not. He's done nothing in four years. And the offensive line is a big question.
0: I
1: could never personally say that Tom Brady will go less than five hundred.
2: For me, the Patriots are Bill Belichick, not Tom Brady. I think you could put many other quarterbacks in that system and they could still win. I'm not saying that they'd win five yeah. six Super Bowls, but they'd still win a Super Bowl. Chris, I you don't had know I don't think
0: in your description of your bowl takes. You what? I said your ball takes have been bolder in your description of your actual multi. Oh, and the, and it, more QBs can do what it's Belichick not Brady and then still will be
2: above Brady. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you'll see on my Chris list. Chris, he's just a Brady hater. I'm not, not a Brady hater. I just think he gets so Everyone's like, oh, he's the goal. He's the goal. He's the goal. You is put, he not
0: the greatest of all time though? He is.
2: Because of who he's, because of the team he's been on and the coach he's been with. If you put Aaron Rodgers on that team, they don't win six Super Bowls. They win eight. Yeah, but you forget. Maybe more a bad, don't against the Giants, they win.
1: Belichick didn't win Super Bowls before Tom Brady as a head coach. Yeah,
2: I, I just, I just think this whole thing of Tom Brady's the goal. Like, don't get me wrong, he's like a top five quarterback of all time. He's not anymore though. That is a description. A top five right. quarterback now. He's a top five quarterback of all time. But he's all not. I'm saying
1: is that's going to give some clickbait on this entire show. <laughs> Tom, right.
2: Tom Brady is one of the greatest ever. I'm not saying he is the greatest ever, though. Chris, people all over
0: the world are going to be laughing at you and your elephant
2: ball I feel
1: like I, have to, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to chuck out my ball to one of my predictions, then. To Yeah, come on, go. Go, let um, it. Oh, this is gone. Because um, I have the Cleveland Browns making the AFC Championship game. No! It's happening.
0: Oh, no. no.
1: Right. No. New coach, Kevin Stefanski, we think will be a good head coach. Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry. They've massively improved the O line. Um, oh, running backs, drawing a blank on the running back. Chubb. Well, Chubb. Nick Chubb, that's the one. Fantastic running back. It. Like I said earlier, the defence on paper is fantastic. And I mean they could do like a I don't know what it was a twenty seventeen Dolphins where we had an amazing roster and go nine and seven or seven and nine or something like that. But I feel like this is the team finally that's gonna take Cleveland to the playoffs. They're gonna to go to the AFC championship game because when they make the playoffs, they'll just use momentum. They will be the Tennessee Titans from last year.
0: Not having. Uh, it. <laughs> I, to be fair, to be fair, Cleveland have been have been sort of on the verge of this for the last couple of years. Ever since they got Baker, I'm very much on the fence with Baker Mayfield. There's things I like, and then there's things I don't, and i have not sold that he will be in the in the league in the next five years. Like, I don't know if he will still be playing and starting for a team. Like you said, they have on paper a yeah. very, very good team. But I, I, it's one of those things. I just feel like I have to see it before I, I believe it. And I felt like that exactly the same last year. And I feel like that about the Arizona Cardinals. Everyone's hyping them up. And I'm the same as what I, what I was last year about the Browns. That... I've still not seen it. I've still not seen them be good. I've still not seen them play well. I've still not seen them compete with the Baltimore Ravens. I've still not seen them compete with the Chiefs. These are the best teams in the, in the AFC, and they are a step above the fields those two teams at the minute. So, I don't know if they can get to that level.
1: I think, and one of my key catalysts behind this, is that Baker Mayfield may end up on the trading block if this doesn't work this year. They may shop around for someone else. Yeah. And why would that not fuel the fire when you've got to think that you have this team, this is the time to perform, go and do it.
0: I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat, Baker, but I do think this is a very pivotal year in his career. He really needs to have a good year if he wants to show people what he's made of. These are the type of years from quarterbacks where it's not quite make or break, but you want to be showing up. You're, you're a first overall pick. You need to you need to take that next step. The, the sort of step that Jameis and Marriott never made. Yeah. And they sort of fizzled out and now look at them both backups on teams.
2: He needs to take that next step. I think the I think the Browns probably won't lean on Mafius. I think they'll actually become a run first team. Yeah. They've got one of the best, they've got like a top 10 running back. They've also got Kareem Hunt on the roster as well. And I think there'll be a team that's run, run, play action, bootlegs. Oh. And then got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry for play actions. Yeah. Um, you've got yourself a very good offense though. And I, I can see, I can see what you said. I don't think they're going to go to the AFC championship, but I think they'll compete for the division. Um, and I, I think they could make a push for the playoffs. But I'm like with Luke, Like I've got a, I have got, felt like this last year with the Browns. I feel like it again this year with the Browns. And then this year they've got a whole new system. It's not the same system. Whereas I, I, I sort of feel better, like you said, about the Cardinals. I feel better about the Cardinals because they've got the same system, whereas the Browns have got a new system.
1: They had a different system last year, though.
2: Well,
1: no, because it wasn't different. Kitchens wasn't designing anything, was it? He was. Well, no, was but the,
0: they, they had they had a bit of fluidity. It was it carried over slightly. But yeah. I don't think Kitchens was ever going to be a, a great head coach. I think the Browns were terrified of losing him because he was so good at OC for them for that sort of six, seven games. But well, I don't think he was ever going to be a great uh, coach. But who knows? Well, like I said, I'll have to see it before I believe right. it. All, I think all they need, the Brains, is they
1: need a Jimmy Garoppolo type. Someone who can throw the ball, but is yeah. more than likely going to, like Chris said, hand it off first.
0: And that's it. He's not going to lose it's you a game. He's not going to lose a game for you. That's, that's the type of QB. I mean, the way Chris was describing that offence, run first, play-action bootlegs, that does suit Baker. And You've got, in my opinion, although he's not played like it in Cleveland, I think you've got a top five wide receiver. I'm not saying he quite is at the minute, but when he's playing at his peak and he's he's playing at the best of his ability, I think Cordell Beckham is definitely a top five wide receiver.
1: So, um... We're going to have to sort of speed the next three that we do, very slightly. Um, What we'll do is we'll sort of give each other a minute and 30 seconds, make your prediction, um, get your point out there,
0: and we'll go for it. All right, Luke? So my next one is that Cam Newton wins Comeback Player of the Year after guiding the Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs. I think Ben Roethlisberger will get in early on. They don't have a very. They don't. I'm not even going to count the backups as backups. They're terrible. Doug Hodges, Mason Rudolph. I think Paxton Lynch is on that team. None of them lot are even close to what Cam Newton is. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers would be a great fit for Cam Newton because I think Ben Roethlisberger cannot complete 16 games. But I do think he'll be on the street. I think they'll sign him. I think they might be sort of like two and three something like that and Cam Newton will show flashes of that MVP year. I'm not saying he'll be up at that level, but we'll see a little bit of them flashes, and Cam Newton, a resurgent Cam Newton, a bit of a pissed-off Cam Newton, is going to win Comeback Player of the Year and set the Steelers to the playoffs. Fuck it. Right.
1: Time it, I'll stop. Chris, your quarterback goes down, and you have to pick between, between Kaepernick or Cam Newton.
2: In my picking? Yeah. Kaepernick and Cam Newton, Cam Newton, what? Yeah, Cam Newton is still a good quarterback. Colin Kaepernick, he's just is injured last year. Week. Stat lines, Colin Kaepernick, he's a good quarterback. Is a quarterback. Cam Newton gives you something that an other quarterbacks don't. Twenty five
1: quarterbacks in this league are better than Cam Newton. Well, they can still
2: if, be a start, I'll just, I'll just say this: if Cam Newton was eligible for our lists, he'd have he'd have been in the top 15 quarterbacks. Because he gives you something different. No, And I've already said that I'm high on winning quarterbacks. He right. just gives you something different. So, oh, um, right.
1: We'll leave that there then after I got shut up completely. <laughs> um,
2: Chris, the next one. Uh, Well, we're going to keep it in the same division, boys. The Baltimore Ravens are not winning... That division
0: because of Cam
2: Newton, <laughs> not because of Cam Newton. I'll even go one step further and say the Baltimore Ravens aren't making the playoffs. Wow, who's who exactly is going to beat them? I think that that division, I think the Steelers will win that division, whether Ben Roffelsperger is there or not, whether it's Cam no. Newton. Whether it's Ben Rafflesberger, as long as they don't have one of the backups like Duck Hodges throwing the football, I think that the Steelers the Steelers defense is so good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think against the Ravens, I think they'll split it, what one each, or the Steelers will go two and zero oh against them. And I think they'll split it against the Browns as well. And I just think we've all we all saw what Lamar did last year. Like, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing, but. I think defensive coordinators are going to hone in on stopping the run and say, right, if you want to beat us, you throw it outside the numbers. But people, and people have done that to Lamar and he's thrown it outside the numbers. How often has he done it, though? Big-time big, big time situations, how often has he done it? He's choked in it. I'm, it's so not really... Two years ago in the playoffs against the Chargers, they had the perfect plan to beat him. He literally said, right, you're not running the football. Um, you basically, you, you throw this football. He couldn't do it. That, that this, year, first year. this year in the playoffs, what happened?
1: You got I, he got don't, in his own head. Don't, don't get
2: me wrong. He's, he, is a, he is a phenomenal quarterback, phenomenal player. But if you make him sit in the pocket and throw the football, He's not a top 10, top 15, top 20 thrower of the football. <clears throat> he he the, What he gives you, what he is, is he's so dangerous because of what he can do with his legs. But if you can limit that, and I think defensive coordinators will wise up to it and be able to stop it to an extent. And I just think because they're in, I think it's still a hard division. And I think that they'll... they'll They'll beat lumps out of each other in that division. They'll they, they don't have the easiest of schedule. I just don't. I don't think they're going to win the division. If you want it bolder, they're not making the playoffs either. They're not getting a wildcard card spot.
0: In now. a year when there's extra wild card spots as well. I know absolute <laughs> madness, in it? Right. Chris does not um, going eight and eight, but sit down and seven. I've got um,
1: my last one, which probably would have been that Andy Dalton would take the Cowboys to the playoffs but I did the video yesterday Did you, I did the video yesterday <laughs> Andy Dalton's starting and Andy Dalton's taking them to the playoffs but, and then um, they're
2: going to win the Super Bowl with Dak <laughs> yeah that's <Dak laughs> <will win laughs> the the other Super
1: one Ball. is that uh, this year Carson Wentz will win the MVP <laughs>
2: <laughs> couldn't agree more
0: I'm, I'm not out on that to
2: be fair but I'm, right, Ben tell Just go on a 10-minute gushing session as to why he's doing
1: it. (laughs) I'm not going to argue it too much. We know he's got it in him. He did it in his first year. He's had a couple of freak injuries that have stopped him. Last year, he went to BNQ, picked up a couple of planks of wood and took them to the playoffs. How can you not look at it that way? I mean, I thought Russell Wilson should have won MVP last year. But, obviously, Lamar did. Uh, we'll see what happens, but for me, Carson Wentz will have a comeback year and completely shred everybody else in the NFC.
0: If he plays like he did the year the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, then, yeah, because he should have won it that year. The only reason yeah. he didn't was because of his injury. He was absolutely phenomenal. Like, I really enjoy watching Carson Wentz. He is a real joy to watch. Um, I, I, I can agree with that. I, I can set that on board.
2: I think the only thing that could potentially damage that, then is the fact that Brandon Brooks has got injured this yeah, week. Absolutely and it's I can't stress enough how big of a factor he is for the Eagles. Um, Him and Lane Johnson, on that right-hand side, basically shut everything down. And then Carson Wentz has only got to worry what's coming on his left. Doesn't need to worry about what's on his right. Now, whether they replace it like or not, I don't know. But sorry,
1: I've got to cut you. Yeah. Or we're gonna get caught um, but thank you to everyone and just got to see you next week yeah see you
0: guys see
2: ya. for MVP <laughs> hey
1: everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of the bandits show thank you to Chris Crook and Luke Eaton for joining me and doing the list of top 40 QBs for these this episode uh, remember to like share and subscribe the page Uh, All
0: our social media links are in the description and the podcast is also available on Spotify.